0: You're listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go, a podcast that'll change how you think and change your life. I'm Willie Horton and I'm a psychologist, been helping people change their lives since 1996, broadcasting from the French Alps, and delighted to have you along. Let's take this week's step in the right direction. Yes, as I said in the introduction, welcome to To Succeed just let go. I'm a little bit backward in many ways because I've been doing free videos every Thursday morning since 2008. I've been on Facebook Live for the last year every Tuesday lunchtime and I'm only now getting around to podcasting. But it's better late than never and I'm delighted to have you along. In this podcast series, we are going to explore how to let ourselves go so that we can change our lives. But, but, but let ourselves go from what? Well, in essence, all the things that are holding you back. And obviously that's what we're going to explore during this series of, of podcasts. A little bit about me before we actually get into it because you need to know a little about who I am. I could, I could be anybody who walked in off the street. As it said again in the introduction, I'm Willie Horton and I'm a psychologist, but I'm, I'm a lot more than that because I originally trained as an accountant. Tax, I, I practiced as a tax consultant as well. I worked in the financial services industry in Ireland for years. And I was the general manager of an Irish bank. And it was while I was the general manager of an Irish bank that I discovered that we're actually wired neurally. In other words, our brains are structured in a way that keeps us within our comfort zone, even when our comfort zone is not really that comfortable at all. And that's why, for example, people start a new year full of the joys of life knowing that they have these new year's resolutions and why by the middle of February the wheels have come off all over again. You and I are actually wired to stay safe. That is how our brains evolved and what we're going to do in this series is ensure that we don't take risks but let ourselves off the lead that staying safe has made for us over the last 1.8 million years. And that's why the name of this podcast is To Succeed, Just Let Go. Let go of what? Well, on a very practical level, first of all, let go of worry, let go of stress, let go of all the self-limiting thoughts and beliefs we have about ourselves, and this is an interesting one. Let go of your ideas of what happiness and success are. Because you know what? As normal people, we all subscribe to norms. That's what normal means. Of We subscribe to norms of what success and happiness should look like. And that traps us too. The fact is that From the perspective of cognitive psychology and neuroscience, we now know that there are certain little steps that we can take, and we can take them every day, or most days will do, to ensure that we begin to think in a different way. Because I said a minute ago, we need to let go of what's holding you back. We need to let go of things like worry, stress, and even your ideas of happiness and success. And the interesting thing about all those things I've just mentioned is that they all come from how you use your mind. They all come from how you think about what's going on and what you think of yourself. Yes, even something like stress. And we're going to devote, I was going to say one episode to stress, but we'll probably be talking about stress on and off for months because it's such an inherent part and parcel of normal everyday life. And yet, stress does not exist other than in the mind of the beholder. Stress is very much like beauty. It's in the mind of the beholder. One person's... Exhilaration or excitement is another person's stress. Something could happen, the same thing could happen to people, and one person would be all gung-ho and you know ready for action, and the other would be literally collapsing in a stressed-up heap. Stress, as we'll discover as these conversations continue, stress is a choice that we make. It isn't real. Now you might say to yourself, hold on a minute, the effects of stress, you know, you know, heart attacks are real. And yes, the physical effects of stress will actually kill you. Slowly kill you. As I say to some of my clients who are seriously stressed out, you'd be better off smoking 40 cigarettes a day than doing the job you're doing at the moment, because you're slowly killing yourself. The effects of stress are real, but stress, like pretty much everything else, bad in our lives, starts with a thought or a couple of thoughts. That's how cognitive psychology tells us we see the world. It is how cognitive psychology and neuroscience confirms to us how we see ourselves and what we expect of ourselves and I suppose most importantly what we don't expect of ourselves. So when I talk about letting go and talking about letting go of all the things that are holding you back. And the things that are holding you back are first of all, you, yourself, although although actually that's only partly true because it is not so much you that are holding you back, it is your thoughts about you that are holding you back. But even at that, we're still only halfway towards the nub of the problem, the heart of the matter. And the heart of the matter is, that we hold ourselves back as a result of what we think and how we think it now as we as we progress through these conversations we'll be touching on scientific research from places like the university of massachusetts medical school the neural lab at ucla in california the University of East London in the UK, the Open University in the UK, research from the University of Milan, the University of Chicago, Harvard, Australia, Japan, the world over is looking at, in this decade, the world over has begun to look at how we use our minds. And the key word in that sentence is how. I said a moment ago that we hold ourselves back by what we think and how we think it. We're not going to be able to change our own thoughts. I'll explain that in a moment. But what we can change is how we think. Now, in relation to your own thoughts, you have a particular baggage of thoughts. It's what we call our baggage. It's why so many people are going around the world with the weight of the world on their shoulders. You have your very particular collection of thoughts, and I have mine. And the UCLA um, Neural Lab, that I mentioned a minute ago, has calculated that every waking day, roughly 70,000 of your own particular thoughts rattle through your head. And that's not over a 24 hour period, it's over the waking day. Because when you're asleep, your thinking mind sleeps. That's how, for example, you might dream lucid dreams. And no, no doubt we'll probably talk about dreams somewhere along the way as well. But the key point about your 70,000 thoughts is, although they may pop into your head randomly, and you know, often you'll be aware of, of that by virtue of the fact that you, know, you, you might be, say, with a group of friends, having a conversation, and it occurs to you to say something really smart and witty, And you just stop yourself for a split second kind of to self-check to say to yourself, should I say that? And by the time you've tricked yourself up, the conversation has moved on. So very often we're aware of the little thoughts that hold us back. Sometimes we're aware of big thoughts that hold us back. An awful lot of the clients with whom I've worked over the years tell me that they're stupid or that they're shy or that they are their own worst enemy. And of course, Whilst they're thinking that way, that is exactly what they are. But the 70,000 thoughts, as I said a moment ago, that you have in your own head, although they come into our head randomly during the course of the day, they're not random thoughts. As we will explore over the coming weeks, months, and possibly years, we learned the fundamentals of who we think we are. In other words, the really big thoughts that we carry around with us, including most particularly the self-limiting beliefs that we all have. We learned those thoughts when we were young and impressionable. They made and left an impression on us. That's what the impressionable bit actually means. You can put it another way. We learned them during our formative years. And that's why they're called our formative years. In our formative years, we form an impression of ourselves and how the world works. And it is from this learning that the 70,000 thoughts spring. And they spring the same every day. That's what I said a minute ago. The thoughts spring into our heads randomly, but they're not random thoughts because the Neural Lab at UCLA in California has determined that 97% of your thoughts today are the same as the thoughts you had in your head yesterday. And tomorrow will be a repeat performance. Now, you might be beginning to understand why we need to let ourselves go of this particular holding bag. You may be beginning to understand why we need to think differently. And by that I mean change how we think. Because your thoughts are your thoughts. And I was gonna say you're stuck with them. You're stuck with the power they have over you while you keep giving your thoughts power over you. But the minute you stop giving your thoughts power over you, obviously, they no longer hold you back. And we're going to start exploring how this actually works in our next episode, which I'm going to devote to what one of my clients calls the waste of worry. Now, I've mentioned my clients a few times. I've been doing this since 1996. As well, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, as as being uh, an accountant and tax consultant and banker, I am a psychologist. And you know, if I'd studied psychology first and all that other financial stuff second, I would have learned old psychology. Because psychology, the field of psychology has changed so much and it's so exciting in the last 20 years as technology has developed to enable us see what is going on in the human brain, in real time. 30 years ago, 40 years ago, our understanding of how the brain worked was based on dead brains, damaged brains, or mouses' brains. I'm not sure exactly if that's mice brains, but anyway, you know what I mean. And it's only in the last 20 years that neuroscience has, able, has enabled us to see what's going on in real time. And that has completely changed our understanding not only of how the human mind works but more importantly how you and I can get it working for us. If you're using your mind normally if you're letting the 70,000 thoughts in your own head run your life on an everyday basis and we'll explore how that happens as we go as well if you're operating on what Cognitive psychology calls the autopilot. If you're operating in the way in which evolution sought to it that our brains developed, and evolution saw to it that our brains developed in a way that ensures that we make it through the day, we're designed for survival, not for achievement, not for happiness or success. We're simply designed to make it back safely to bed tonight. We're designed to stay within our comfort zone, even if our comfort zone is not that comfortable. And therefore, if we use our minds normally, every day on autopilot, using our thoughts that were effectively programmed into us when we were young and impressionable, our autopilot, like all autopilots using a set of programs, will always bring us back to the same place. And that's why people find it oh so difficult to bring about change in their lives. And really, really, that is what this series is all about. Bringing about the kind of change you really, really want, which is different from bringing about the kind of change that the norms of society think amounts to happiness and success. So we're gonna talk about how we can think differently. You're going to learn how to use your mind differently. What you're going to realise is that this is a really easy thing to do. And it's something, little, little steps that you can take every day. What you're also going to learn is that the more steps you take, they kind of have a snowball effect. So that Ultimately, and ultimately is one of these elastic words. For some people, it happens in days. For some of my clients, it has happened in weeks or months. But ultimately, your mind is going to operate differently by virtue of the fact that in the little steps that we take every day, we restructure our brain. We effectively rewire the key parts of our brain that enable us let go of all our own thought-fueled Imagined constraints. Now, I, I, I've, I've talked about some of the universities uh, that we'll be tapping into their research. I have mentioned the magic and the wonder of modern neuroscience and how we can see what's going on in the brain as it's happening. But that's the science behind it. And you know, the real, the real proof of the pudding. In what we're talking about here is not the science behind it at all. It's the real stories of people achieving the kind of results that they would dearly have loved to achieve, and and achieve them in a way that they would never have imagined possible. In other words, we're stepping right outside the way in which we use our minds ordinarily, and actually stepping outside using our minds ordinarily, is a step that we can take pretty much straight away. As I said, it's not the science that matters, it's the results that matter. What kind of results are we talking about? Well, I'm talking about clients who owned little businesses, who dearly wanted to own bigger businesses who now own thriving businesses and it was all kind of effortless. I'm talking about people getting their dream jobs and they're their words not mine and you're going to meet some of these people in some of these episodes as we move forward. I'm going to nab one or two of my clients now and again so that we can actually talk about this in practical terms because the science is wonderful but the science only underpins the stories that I am aware of, of people changing their lives. And I used a word a minute ago, effortlessly. And, And that's what I actually mean. Not because it's a nice word to use, but because neuroscience has actually confirmed that when we use our minds in the proper way, we burn almost no neural energy. We do what we need to do pretty much effortlessly. So we're talking about having the kind of life that you want, having the kind of job that you want, having the kind of business that you want, having the kind of relationships that you want, having the kind of health and fitness that you want, and indeed having the kind of wealth that you want as well, having the kind of shape that you want, you know, fitting into a size eight dress. That's mainly for my female clients, but you know what I mean. Seriously, we're talking about anything to which you can, and I'm going to use a very important phrase here that you'll understand and begin to actually appreciate and see results from over the coming weeks and months. We're talking about you achieving whatever you want to achieve by setting your mind to the outcome that you want. Effectively, there are really two pieces, and really only two pieces, to having the life that you really want. The first one is changing how you think, and that enables you to let go of all the stuff that's holding you back. The second one I've just alluded to, setting your mind to achieve the kind of objectives that you really, really want. Now, as we go, you'll begin to understand that we're not talking about ordinary hopes and wants. We're not just I was going to say, we're not talking about a a nice new car or holidays or a nice new house or anything like that. We are, but we're talking about an awful lot more than that. An awful lot of my clients seem to think, when I talk to them first, that there's something wrong with wanting material stuff. There's nothing wrong with wanting material stuff at all. Material stuff is part and parcel of what we need to enjoy. The fruits of our effortless labours, if I can put it like that. And... The key thing, however, is, though, that there's so much more to life than just the stars and stripes, the, the, the stripes on your arm or the medals that, con- that, 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 that we all say, oh, he must be a success or she must be a success because, wow, well, look at the car he's driving or, wow, well, look at the shoes she's wearing or the jewellery she has or, wow, well, look at the job she has or the house they have. It's all very well and good, but we're going to go way beyond that because, unfortunately, one of the thoughts that is holding you back right now is the mistaken belief that to get any of that stuff, you have to work hard. I was reared in in Dublin in the 1960s, and like most people in the 1960s, we were brought up with the belief that you had to work hard to be a success. Now that is totally contrary to what modern neuroscience tells us. That effectively, if you know what you want out of life and if you set your mind accordingly and appropriately, what you need to do to get there is pretty much effortless. Thinking that you have to work hard to be a success is one of these thoughts that we need to simply let go of. Now, obviously you might be saying to yourself, how do I let go of all of this? How do I begin to think differently? And again, I want to emphasize that particular point. I'm not saying for one minute that you need to think different thoughts, You know, for example, if you get up on a Monday morning and you start thinking to yourself, oh my God, it's Monday morning and I hate Mondays and there's five whole days of hard work ahead. What I'm not saying to you is you need to have a positive thought to replace the negative thought. So you'd end up having an argument with yourself. You know, the positive and the negative, slogging it out against each other. We're not talking about thinking counter thoughts at all. We're not think, talking about replacing one set of thoughts with another set of thoughts. As I said earlier on, our thoughts, all the key thoughts that we carry around with us, have been held dearly by us since, when, in particular, we were two or three or four years old. And, we, and we'll we explore that as we go as well, because obviously you have a view of yourself, which you might call your personality or your ego, or what modern cognitive psychology calls your Conceptual self. And you know, what that actually means, there's a very subtle hint in the words I've just mentioned. Conceptual self, how you conceive yourself. And how you conceive yourself has been with you for so long that we're not going to be able to dismantle that, nor would we want to, to be quite honest. But what we need to do is stop paying attention to the thoughts that together create our conceptual self, warts and all. And you know, an awful lot of people say to me, are we talking about letting go of all our negative thoughts? No, I'm talking about letting go of your thoughts because you have perceived inadequacies like I have perceived inadequacies. And you also have perceived strengths but the key word in that sentence is perceived. How do you know your strengths are your real strengths? Because they are the strengths that you were told you had when you were two or three years old. And they're holding you back too. And therefore we need to let go of all of that. We let go of the power that our thoughts have over us by paying attention to something else. And you know, there's really only one thing worth paying attention to in this life, because it is in the here and now that we actually live our lives, we need to pay attention to the here and now, to the reality of the here and now, not what we think is going on in the here and now. You see, that, that that for starters, is where stress comes from. I'm, I'm I'm going to devote, as I said earlier on, a couple of episodes to stress, but think about it for a moment. Or maybe don't, because thinking is a bad thing. Seriously. Something happens, and I think about what is going on. So now I'm one step removed from reality, because I'm thinking about what's going on. And I'm using my stored knowledge, some of those 70,000 thoughts, to figure out what I think is going on. So now I'm using thoughts that primarily I learned when I was a child, to figure out what's going on in the here and now. The chances of me getting that right are are slim to none. Then I'm going to think about how I think, who I think I am, is up to the task of dealing with what I think about what I think is going on now. Normally the mind is so far removed from reality that we really need to take a step back and begin to train ourselves to pay attention to just the moment. The University of Massachusetts Medical School calls this coming to your senses. You have five of them. It's time to start paying attention to them. So as we end this particular episode, we're just going to do a little exercise that will begin to enable us come to our senses. So wherever you are, wherever you're sitting, or you might be out walking listening to this, I want you to take a couple of deep breaths and I simply want you to feel how that feels in your nostrils, your throat, your shoulders, the top of your back, your chest, your lungs, your stomach. I Simply want you to feel, it's one of your five senses. Feel what it's like when you breathe in and out. Now, your mind, your thinking mind is probably saying to yourself straight away, oh, this, is, this, is, this is silly, this, this couldn't be right. I need to focus on my breathing to change my life. It's one of the little steps that I mentioned earlier on. And as we go through this process, because it is a process, as we go through these episodes, you're begin, you're going to begin to understand that it's in, it's in tiny little steps like this, that we restructure our brains, that we rewire the key neural components that will enable us not just make it through the day, but live the kind of life that we really, really want, that our heart desires. Beyond what the normal thinking mind could actually think imaginable. So. As we finish this episode, you know, you might take a couple of minutes after we finish up and simply sit and breathe. Or if you're out walking, focus on how it feels when you breathe and how the rhythm of your breathing is kind of tuned in to the steps that you're taking. If you're sitting in a car or if you're on the train listening to this, just take a couple of deep breaths, look around you, see what's going on. And just feel what it's like to breathe in and out. Because when we come to our senses, when we pay attention to the reality of the present moment, we stop paying attention to the thoughts that are holding us back. We just let go. You've been listening to... Succeed, Just Let Go. To get involved, join me in my Facebook group, strangely enough called To Succeed, Just Let Go. And for more information, visit www.willie-portal.com.